Will you tell me when? It, oh, that net it did start. <laughs> it started. This is our theme. I love it. Do you? I can't hear it. You can't hear it? It's just very tinny. But I am. You know what? That's amazing. That's an amazing <laughs> intro. So if, if you don't recognize his voice, and you should, he's one of the biggest stars on our planet right now. Joe Coy is. I think that they're going to change the name of Netflix to. Do you want to uh, Coy and Chill? Coy, Coy and Chill. <laughs> do you want a Coy and Chill? Because I I don't know if you've watched all of them. You know, you've seen. I know you've seen some of his specials, and I love the one. I love his comedy, but uh, because it's real and it's it's authentic, and you talk about your life and your family and your mom. And it's hysterical. But beyond that, I, I love that special where you went back to the Philippines. And Thank to you. see you being embraced by an entire nation like you are their god. Uh. I mean, and I think they appreciated the fact that for once, I, I don't think we in America know that much about the Philippines. You yeah. know, we know, you know, that maybe some of us have a nurse who is Filipino, <laughs> but we don't know anything. I've learned everything from the Philippines from you, even before oh, you're special. Good. I'm eating the food. I'm washing my taint yeah. with your you're top, welcome. With top, a tabo. With a tabo. Do you you're know welcome. what that is, Jackie? No, I don't. I will buy her one. Uh, you know what? Don't get a tabo okay. for my I daughter. I will buy a tabo for your daughter, but <laughs> I will. But I think mostly it's women that use it in your, right? Isn't it a female thing? Yes. Well, no, everyone uses it. Oh, look at this. You know, I every time I see pictures of you, though, I think it's my dad at first. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to cry. I can hear everyone in the production room. Really? Yeah. Really? I, we can't uh -huh. hear them. Wait. We can't hear them. <laughs> whatever, whatever setup they gave you, you complaining everything. about really? the sound. I swear. You can hear me talking? I can hear you writing. I can hear you You know, you I can't typing. hear you talking. I can't hear you talking. I, I'm, I'm just, it just won't, someone want to try this on, you'll hear what I'm hearing. Well, I we, can hear you guys and I can't hear them. So is that why, true? Why How did you, you answer? Off? This is better like this. Okay. But I'm, you should hear it. <laughs> it's bad. It, you know no, what? It's, it's not that. It's like, it's literally all, that, I gotta that be microphone is on. The one you're talking on is always on. It's, so it's weird because it's muted so you guys can't hear, but I guess because this is like a faulty cord or input, I'll tell you, you ever since it. Radio Shack closed, mm -hmm. life has not been the same. Yeah. Do you find that? 100%. In, in, when you do your podcast. Yes. Which is uh, everything the, works. the Koi Pond. Did you really say it, It's not. Everything works. I know. But we're new to the world no, of podcasts. No, podcast. I'm joking. No, we, no you're not. <laughs> Nothing's working, but that's the beauty. Yes. If, if people were listening to this right from the beginning, you heard me start talking before our theme song came up. Everything is kind of a mess, but that's the beauty of it. That is the beauty. But actually, that's what people like on pod pods anyways. I think the more uh, technical you get with it, more the over-created uh, aspect. Produced. They, that, they don't like it. They don't they, like it. They like the rawness. They like the behind the scenes. Well, look at this. They like to feel like they're listening in on something that look how cute we are we it's a whole alike. different audience though yeah, right it's With a completely different audience and the minute you start overproducing that's when they walk away is have i overproduced it by put a giant picture of you and me on the wall enjoying filipino food is that overproduced <laughs> no because it's not produced you literally just googled 
images. <laughs> I didn't do it. Somebody did. The people you can hear. Well, you can hear them Googling. Yeah, I can hear them Googling. I can hear them typing in. To my dad, that's so very high let tech. Me just, yeah. uh, let me just uh, start back again. This is high tech. My uh, good friend and uh, somebody I'm a huge fan of, Joe Coy, is on our podcast today, along with uh, my co-host, the lovely Jacqueline Schultz, is here. And uh, Joe, there is not... I've known you for a long time. Oh. And... Uh, Huh? It's, 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 it's kind of cool to hear you say that I've known you a long time when you know, you're main you're mainly one of the reasons why I got into comedy. I so it's kind of cool. I think maybe that's I'm that one of the. Aww. I would take that. I think maybe right? I, I don't know that I'm one of the main reasons you got into comedy. Yeah, you. Were doing, you. Why? You got because you got to remember, like, like see now when you talk to kids, they go. Oh yeah, comedy. You just go to Netflix, or you can go to Google, and you can go to YouTube, and you go and you get all these outlets that you can go to. When I was a kid, we didn't have HBO. No, me so either. when I got a hold of something, it was literally the top five guys that had specials. So you were one of them. It was Robin. It was Eddie. It's like that's what we, I recorded on a V. You know, Whoopi. Uh, and, and I'd record that on a VHS tape, and I would just literally always watch those all the time. Well, to watch somebody who has a dream. And to watch somebody who is willing to work as hard, I don't know that people know how hard you work, but I follow you on uh, social media. And whether you are uh, right now selling your book, Mixed Plate, which is uh, your autobiography, right? Yeah. And uh, you're selling that. I see you at store signings. I yeah. see you online selling that. Whether you finally, doing... finally get to mean? go in store because when the book was released, it was the pandemic. So I'm looking was at the back cover and I'm looking at the haircut. Yes. You, you have a haircut. It looks like somebody took the picture uh, before they actually finished yeah. the cut. Because I see done. what is that? That's called abuse. That's what that is. <laughs> Is that Filipino for that's hairstyle? Mom, that's my mom just grabbing some scissors and just running amok on my head. I don't even know what that is. Well, your bangs you are closely, straight. There's a, if you look closely, there's one strand of hair. That's obviously, you can see it. That, that wasn't cut. Right there. How does she not see that? And that's a class photo. That's your class photo? Yes. I think that's a, a class less photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> she shortened one side and didn't shorten the other. I can't tell if there's a one, mullet. One's at an angle. The other one's straight. But, it's bad. But you know what? It's You've always been, and that's something that I wanted to talk to you about, like a family person. Your yeah. mother is part of your act. Your son yeah. is everywhere. Yeah, and everywhere. Like my daughter. She, I, I, I used to take her on stage, but I, I, I stopped. Well, I wanted to ask, though, about your son. Yeah. Does he get mad at you? For no. Stuff? No? It's crazy. You know what's crazy is there was one joke I did. It was like six years ago mm-hmm. before I did Live from Seattle. The and deodorant. No. no, he didn't mind that one. It was the other one. And uh, about down here. I remember that one. And I was I- so nervous because I did it in front of him and I got off stage and the crowd went crazy. The crowd went crazy when I did that joke. And, uh, and I remember what you, walking, Can you say what it is or you don't want to say what it is? He just talks about why it, it isn't that big yet. Okay. It's in one of your specials. It's yeah, not, yeah, and I finally did oh. the special. Yeah. But, but when I was doing it, it was only on him. I was only doing it on him and I was closing it with it. And I'd walk off stage and, and I could tell my son was just like not really like he was like, good job. But he wasn't really like, yeah, like how he usually hugs me and embrace me. He was right. Like not. And then he I was didn't like, appreciate you talking about the yeah. lack of dick size. Yes. And what I what I figured out was I needed to make sure that I made fun of myself more so that he would be more secure with me talking about him. And, and so that's what I did. 
But also, and I changed I, the bit to to I switched it to where I, I I he delivers the line to me, and then I make fun of me. Get it? No, tell me. So like he, the question was about that. I don't want to say, say it. why. I don't know. I just don't feel like talking about. It. He talks about his penis when he was a kid, and then and then what I do is I talk about me, your and, penis, and, yeah, and that's the joke. Do okay. you have to clear it with him before? Like when you do jokes was, like that? When I did uh, Coming In Hot, the, mm-hmm. the Hawaii one, I literally was not going to do the joke until he goes, Dad, you have to do that joke. And, yeah. and but I, we do the same thing. You know, if I do something that is going to... Don't I clear it with you? Yeah, and especially with mom because most mom. of your um, act is about mom and I know you clear it with her first. I hear that all the time. Yeah, always. Uh, I do, but it's hard. But, but when they accept it and when they go, it's a joke like your son did... That's the ultimate check mark for they have an, a good sense of humor. Yeah. Because it's done in a good sense of humor. Yeah. And now my son's like so secure. So now it's like he wants me to do more stuff like that. So what you're saying is his dick grew. No, it's still the same. But, <laughs> but he is so his, secure with but that. But our accounts grew. Yeah. So he understands. <laughs> so it's getting him more girls. Yes. Yeah. It's such a great. Now, I don't know. Uh, your... Can we move this picture? Can we do a different picture? Okay. <laughs> it's just there's an... What would you want to see? I'll put up a picture of anything uh, you want to see. Maybe a picture of like... I, I don't mind that. There's just... Uh, there's like... Yes. Well, no. Or like one of me and Howie or something. You want another picture of me and Howie? This is... Most people hopefully well, are listening son. to this. Just a bit. Your son is a very handsome man. He's so handsome. He must get the... How old is he now? He's 18 now. So he's kind of... He's doing this thing where he models for this thing called Los Angeles uh, Apparel. And uh, for this thing called Los Angeles Apparel, that's a big company. Yeah, they're a huge company, and, he, and he's been doing it, and he loves it. He's got his own paychecks now. It's, it's is that cool. does he want to be in this in this business? I think he wants to do comedy, Howie. Honestly, I, I really, I think he has a good sense of humor. Uh, really, really good sense. Well, you, and his timing is amazing. It's very sharp. Has he know. been on stage doing it on his own at all? No, I bring him on stage, and I we I've talk. seen that. Yes, we go back and forth, and. Uh, I make fun of him basically, but right. it's so good how he takes it. He's so good. So when does he? Are we close to seeing? Him? I hope. I don't know. I asked him last night because I did the uh, I did uh, the improv last night, and you should have came, man. Nobody called me. Dad, don't lie. You yeah, wouldn't you're, go. You're a liar, dude. You wouldn't, wouldn't go anyways. Go. He won't go into I'm a crowded really place. I'm really nervous. Though. I've been Why? really nervous. You know, I've talked about this, but uh, for 45 years, the longest I was never on stage was two weeks. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. Yeah. And you know that I have my own, it is not about me, but I have my own issues. Yeah. And now I'm still not, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. And every, but I'm still not comfortable. And I'm not comfortable going into an enclosed room with the purpose of having hundreds or thousands of strangers staring at me going, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. So I'm, I'm nervous. But you're like an X-Men now. What does that mean? You have like the, what, are you mean you're scared of their breathing on you or what, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. But you, you have a vaccine. You're like an X-Man. You're good. It's not enough. I what didn't you have, I, 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 I <laughs> you, you is have, that you, why you bought that damn hologram thing? So yeah. you're going to start doing hologram Anything. shows? You know what I was thinking of doing? I was thinking of putting a giant, you know, those movie fans in front of me so that air is just blown away from me and you'd have to hear me or maybe I'll just carry a leaf blower on stage and at every punchline just you are so bad I am bad oh oh you know what we're gonna talk about right now what you do know KiwiCo oh I do know yeah I uh I sharpened two pencils today 
<laughs> we keep talking about your pencil sharpener well, that you made. Yeah, I want to make something else. Yeah, I've been using it all summer with my kids, which has been amazing because now there's some learning involved. They don't even know they're learning, though. We're just having fun. It's a lot of fun with my kids. And, the and why not gift your young innovators super cool STEAM projects to nurture their curiosity and exploration outside of the classroom? It's hard to find creative ways to keep the kids busy and screen free while stretching their brains, especially now. So KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend more quality time tackling projects together. Crates includes one to two larger projects or two to three smaller projects tied together by an engaging theme. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every single month. With KiwiCo, there's something for every single kid or kid at heart, like my dad, every single month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash Howie. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Howie. Fantastic. Oh! Oh, we just built something. We didn't build it. It came in pretty assembled. There was one... Okay. okay. Article. Where you can buy anything for an incredible deal no yeah and they have so many different options as a matter of fact i just got a brand new dining room set that i absolutely love it transformed the entrance of my house and you came over and saw it and took pictures. yeah uh, you nice said uh, you said it came in all these boxes and you said dad you got to help me build it and it was just taking the chairs out of the box <laughs> yeah there was that's no, not building no assembly <laughs> no there was assembly. a little bit of assembly I, I attached one leg but it's really good quality it was really good um and uh you know what it was the easiest way to make space look beautiful yeah so check out one of article's latest outdoor looks desert modern from easygoing lounging to long table luncheons the pieces of desert modern are made to melt into and they're Deep, earthy tones highlighted by warm wood finishes make this a distinct summery look. Did I read that right? Oh, did you read that? I thought that's something you just said. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how many times you've made that exact same paragraph. It's fast. It's affordable. It's available across the USA and Canada. And it's free on orders over $9.99. It's inspired by a variety of modern design aesthetics. Oh, the fair prices, you can save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman. There's no middleman. And selling directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail, no markups. It's yes, a good sir. idea, isn't it? It is a good idea. I so Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash Howie and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash Howie to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. But you, um, I forgot what the question was. I forgot too. It doesn't matter. But it's about you, not about me. So the book is Joe Coy Mixed Plate. That I just took got, me two and a half years to write. Did you have a writer with you? Yeah. Or, yeah, I did that, I did that too. It's, it, but it's kind of hard to, to just purge all these oh ideas. Oh my gosh. I didn't know how much PTSD I had, man. Welcome to bad. the Bad. I like know. Bad PTSD. Like I did the audible on that thing and dude, I broke down crying I don't know how many times. I was like, okay, cut, cut. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't get through it. The Is story anything- about my brother, the chapter on my brother was just so gut-wrenching. I couldn't do it. And are you happy you did it, or I'm do you feel so happy? The therapy is great. You know, my the story about my brother is out finally. It, like that's a, a secret I've been keeping 
my whole life. For people like, that with, didn't read it, what what is this story? Well, when people always ask me, do you have any siblings? I would always say I have two sisters. I even told you that. Right. You guys said I got two sisters. I never say I have a brother, ever. And why was that? Be, well, you know, he's got, you know, he's got schizophrenia and he's, you know, he's in a hospital and, you know, and it, it's a hard thing to talk about. It's, it's, what it is, is when you're growing up during our time, I always say this, like during our time, you don't talk about family in public. You just don't do it. Especially like you got a Filipino mom and, you know, the, the traditions were different. You know what I mean? And you keep that kind of stuff to yourself. But even more importantly, and the reason I was bringing it up today is you know that my soapbox is mental health. Yeah. And the biggest problem from our generation. Yeah, our I think generation. You're, you're one generation. I think you're much younger than I am. You're, uh, yeah, but we still say the sh- same, but, same generation. Like, But the stigma it's attached. Bad. Yeah, it was bad. And the truth is, there's a lot of people out there, and I, I, I would imagine you're getting this back from oh, the release so of the book, yeah. that have either a family member, they're suffering, and it doesn't have to be schizophrenia, but the fact that people just kind of try to sweep that under yeah. the carpet is the biggest, I think, the biggest problem today in our society. Yeah. And we don't take care of our mental health the way we take care of our physical health. Yeah. You know, if you had a brother who was in a wheelchair, yeah. you would probably have been more apt to talk about him yeah. before you talked about somebody who 1 had a mental... million percent, yep. Which is not And it's weird. horrible. That's a horrible thing to even say. I hate even admitting so it. So even talking about this, and it came out in the book, did you have a problem convincing your mom that this is something you should talk about? No. I, I, I you know, I'm, this is my life, so uh, this is something I need to deal with. This no, no, a, but she's from one generation beyond. Maybe this is yeah. not something you share. She was okay and comfortable with sharing I, it? I, you know, to be honest, Howie, I, I didn't even ask. But and she it, knows now. Uh, the whole world knows now. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I'm glad it's out there. How did your brother react? My brother's been calling me a lot. He's been FaceTiming me. You know? it, so you have a good relationship? Oh, I've always had a good relationship no, with No, I mean ab- about you writing about it. Is it he accepting of that? Yeah. Good. Yeah. He um, should be. 100%. There is nothing embarrassing at about all. illness. Yeah. Any kind of illness. You know, it's kind of funny. I always talk about the fact that if you go, um, I have a bad back, everybody has a chiropractor and yeah. everybody has a bad back. If you say, I have, you know, I just got diagnosed with Parkinson's or somebody in the family did, nobody has a problem with that. Yeah. But when you talk about these kind of issues... Every there is somebody that has a problem with hearing those issues. Um, but yeah, the thing about my brother and, and like you said about stigma, but it's also like the beautiful thing about comedy and especially the reason why I talk about my family so much. It's I didn't even realize how much therapy I was giving myself. You know what I mean? To, to be able to be on stage and laugh about certain situations that were obviously so traumatic in my life, like when my sisters left the house. I always say it on stage. I go. I go, you know, me just telling that joke to everybody about my sisters getting, you know, basically kicked out of the house at 17. Like, do you think that was a funny situation when I was a kid? No, I was crying. It was it was traumatic to see my two sisters leave the house. But for me to get on stage and tell everyone else my my story and and laughing about it, and then at the end of the show having women coming up to me going, I left the house at six. Then I knew I wasn't alone. And then not only that, they were laughing at it. So like we're all kind of like healing from so, that situation. Here's the dichotomy about what we're living in right now. And I wonder if you ever worry about it. Jackie always asks when comedians are on, do you worry about getting canceled or, or you know, because the, the thing about comedy, and I've always said this, always comes from a dark place. If you're a little kid laughing at a clown falling down, you're laughing at the misfortune of this 
person you don't yeah. know falling and maybe even getting hurt. Yeah. If you're going to tell a joke of two guys walking into a bar, it's not a joke unless something awkward and horrible you tell happens to that guy. Yeah. So comedy always comes. Anybody who's a comedian has had, you know, dark. Any human being has had darkness in their life. Yeah. You mind the funny out of that darkness. Yeah. So there is nothing. It used to be this way. There is nothing off limits. There is no such thing as too soon. For me, I needed to make fun and find the funny in it to even survive it. Yeah. And if I'm not laughing, then I'm crying. So to I this is really hard now. Do you worry? You don't have to worry about when you're talking about your own. Maybe you do have to worry when you're talking about your own family, about being canceled in relationships, being canceled online. Do you have that worry now? Um. No, I don't because I, I try and make sure that I, like I said before, like I want to make fun of myself first. I, I'm thirsty. Can I get water? Yeah, <laughs> this is going to Yeah, get him water, get him whatever. You, you want definitely water or do you want anything? Water would be great. Yeah, we're going to get you water. It's coming right now. But uh, we can cut all this, right? We got, yeah. We got, yeah. Oh, cut no, you I just, saying you want water? Yeah, is that okay? We'll leave it in there. That's the funny part, right? I don't know if that, that was funny, but it was like, <laughs> I heard the episode where Joy Coy, Joe Coy came that's on. That's funny right there where you call me Joy Coy. Joy. Well, I'm, there's when so you much said joy we, in we're good friends. Here. We are. I think of you as, uh, I'm Jew Coy and you're Joe Coy. <laughs> joy Coy. No, I, I, you know, I think that we have a responsibility now. Like, yeah, I, I, I get that, that we're comics and we should be off limits, but we also have to like, like, okay, this is something I said earlier today, right? Like, I didn't even know what systemic racism was. I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I just found out what this was about four years ago, right? And and it's hard for someone that's not... Thank you so... Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Whatever you want. Thank you. Wow. Rich studio. <laughs> okay, so I just want to throw this out there real quick. Because this is what I'm talking about when it, when it comes to, like... It should be an open forum or, or we should be able to have uh, we should be able to talk about whatever we want. And yeah, I understand that. But we also have a responsibility to like understand that there's certain people that are not uh, not getting the same benefits as everybody else. Right. So right. when you hear somebody talk about systemic racism, you can't just go, oh, well, come on, man. Like, what are you talking about? We're all the same now. Everything's moving forward. It's like, yeah, but you know what? There's a there's a lot of things that happen in my career that, you know, how that you would probably have never experienced. You know what I, I mean? I, yeah. And, 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 and for that, I, I, I feel like when, when we talk about certain things, it, it may sound like it's just funny, but like it holds a different weight on certain people. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, I'm trying to make it in this business, but when I hear that joke, I feel like I'm not going to make it in this business because it, it just keeps bringing me down. That's a vague way of explaining it, but like, even I felt that fell into that 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 type of mentality because it was the only way I can get into this business. I knew that 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 the norm in this business felt this way about a certain particular group being Asian, and I and I fell into that because oh, this is what they're laughing at. So this is what I got to talk. This is what I got to talk about. I can't talk about my mom because it's unrelatable. Because so every do you time ever I went get in, hit? Do you get hit? No, for... but what I'm saying, Howie, is like I did the easy jokes because that's what was normalized. You know what I mean? And that's what the majority thought was funny, right? So of course I was going to do it because I'm trying to make it in this business. But then when I want to do a point of view, which is what they always ask for, when I brought it into the networks, 
they always they always said something like, "Oh, well, we don't know if Middle America will get it, or we don't know if they're all going to get it." That's very that's too specific. And I'm just like, "Well, then, what what is that? Like, what well, are you talking were, about?" Because my my mom's Filipino, she's American, she has an accent, and so does this guy that lives in Texas. He's got a thick accent too. They both speak English, right? So I'm not understanding what you mean by too specific. My mom's American. She's lived here for 40 years, and she pays taxes, and she watches all the commercials that support all the shows that you're putting on TV. So what is it about my mom's accent that Middle America is not going to get? And and that's systemic racism. And that's a white guy who is making, or woman, making the decision of what everybody else exactly. is thinking, exactly. whereas which is kind of not inclusive. Yeah. How can you make the decision? But, 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 but that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's why I have that responsibility. It's like, yeah, you know, I apologize for some of the stuff I said in the beginning, but you also have to remember that the times that we live in, you're talking about a little half white, half Asian kid that's struggling with identity. What is it that I have to say to make y'all laugh? The majority, right? But do you still, do you feel bad for, th this is Not anymore. Part. No, but you know that they're going back in time and they're pulling our tweets and they're pulling like things I said. Do you do you apologize no, for what I you mean, did in the past or was that a different I, time? The only thing that makes me mad about that is like, one thing that we're all forgetting about is that it was the time, it was the generation that we lived in. It was normalized. And not only that, imagine living during those times. Do you think Pat Morita wanted to do that accent in Karate Kid? Or was it that it was the only role that was going to pay him enough money to make it in Hollywood as an actor? Pat Morita was a funny fucking comedian. He was, that and I know That spoke English with no accent. Right. And he's only known as Daniel San Wax On. That's, what is that? But let me ask you something. So now you're looking at the through the lens of today. Do you think he had any at that moment him personally had any resentment to have to do that character? I think I think it was one it was normalized. See, that's the thing. Like it when you're living in that bubble, you can only think of it as normal. But I'm I'm pretty sure there's there's times where it's just in his gut like what the fuck am I doing? You know what I mean? Like there's times where I was doing there's jokes that I did, man. I'm just like I look at it, I'm like what the fuck? But it's like, I had to do it. You know what I mean? Like Netflix wasn't going to give me a special. How do you know that? Right. Why? Their, their, their excuse for me not having a, a, a special was so fucking lame. I'm sorry it? to get mad right now. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. But what it was, was it? It was just lame. It was just like, oh, it's so specific. And we don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, I am like, like, I'm not even going to. I'm the number one selling comic on the circuit right now. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm in Netflix right now. There's comics that you have on this network right now that 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 have specials, and I don't. They've opened for me. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I sell out. I, I have the record at Embraer right now. No one's going to touch that record. Right. Like 30 consecutive shows, 17,000 tickets at, at, at the Bray Improv. Like, that's nuts. Right. Those are the shows I was doing. Like, now I'm doing multiple arenas. I'm selling out in advance. Like, what are you talking about? I've sold out Sacramento Arena in, in, in less than an hour. 12,000 tickets. Like, what are you talking about? I'm so speaking telling, to everybody. You're saying that Netflix even came back to you even after you they, had your success so, and said you can't do No, the first one, they they said, we don't we we, we don't think... what Basically, they didn't they don't think it was think, ready for that. They don't think their, their viewers would understand what this is. And I'm... I, and I, and it makes me so mad because I don't even understand what that means. What do you mean? They were saying... They my, were mom, say my mom is a mom. That's right. it. There's no difference from my mom and, and, and Ron White's mom. Ron White's mom has an accent. Right. She speaks English. 
But you guys understand that. So what's the difference from my mom? My mom speaks perfectly good English, and she's American. So what, what are you talking about? And even if Ron White does his mother with a Texas accent, she said to me, you're not going to do that. That's the same It's joke. the same thing. Joseph, you're not going to do that. Hey, Ron, you're not going to do that. What's the difference? What is it? Other than systemic racism. And then they were wrong. And they said that they were wrong, but they made me shoot that special myself. I went and paid for that. Do you know that? They didn't do no, the special, I didn't Jackie. Know that. They didn't do the special. He went off on his own, put all his money in, produced it himself yeah. without a buyer. No buyer. And no, no buyer. You know how dangerous and that you is still as gave far it as financially? I, I spent, no, I'm glad I went to, I love, look, I, I say this all the time. It sounds like I'm I'm shitting on them. I'm not. They, they have the responsibility of. They bought it. They have lots and lots of money that they're in charge of. And, and I get it. Like, you don't want to invest in something, you know, and, and it doesn't give the return i get it like it's a business so i i just had to prove to them that they were wrong and i could have went two ways i could have went on twitter and went yo everyone that follows me unfollowed netflix you know yeah. what i mean they're not fair well i could have done that or i could go shoot it myself and 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 see if they'll see what i see or whatever it is oh we have a uh, audible is now a sponsor audible is great because audible my eyes are bad <laughs> no, they are. And I love reading. Yeah. And uh, especially at night, if I don't want to listen to, if I don't want to uh, put on my glasses and read a book, there's nothing better than putting in a, a, a set of uh, AirPods okay. and listening to a book or just any kind of entertainment. I like listening, you know? I agree. That's when I do all my reading too at night and I don't want to wake up my husband or put on a light. So I put on my AirPods and just listen as well on Audible where you can get every single book you are looking for. They have all the new releases, celebrity memoirs in different languages. They pretty much have everything. They do. So the new plus catalog makes Audible membership so much more valuable and gives members a chance to listen, to discover new favorites and new formats like the exclusive words plus music series or a podcast you never considered before. Can you imagine hearing a podcast? <laughs> Audible is excited to offer members an exciting new way to explore their interests with the uh, included plus catalog. With everything you love to listen to all in one app, Audible is your playlist for life. New members can always try Audible for 30 days on us. Oh, public goods. There's uh, any kind of product you want, but it's made with healthy and uh, organic and really good products go into the making of these products. So it's the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper and shampoo to pet food. They have literally everything. Public Goods is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. Public Goods searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. Knowing what's in your products and where they come from is important. Small changes in the way you shop can make a big impact, a big change on personal health and the world at large. And guess what? Hmm. I worked out an awesome deal just for my listeners. They can receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. 
I use public goods all the time. I got hand soap, which is obviously my favorite. I've gotten toilet paper. I've gotten a whole bunch of stuff that I just use around the house all the time. Plus, I love that their packaging is like not all colorful. It all matches. It all goes with the aesthetic. So I'm a big fan. I got conditioner. Did you? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Plus, right now, receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash Howie and use code Howie at checkout. That is uh, spelled public goods, P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash Howie to receive $15 off your first order. You know, it's funny. We all look, we all have discussions through our own, you know, you you open by talking about systemic racism. Yes. The people, the reason that people who aren't getting hit with it don't understand it because what they do is they go, well, I'm not a racist. I've got Asian friends. I have black friends. I'm not. So what are you saying? It exists. Yeah. Well, it doesn't exist for you. you. And until you experience it, I always tell uh, Jackie, there was a, a story. I did um, St. Elsewhere in the 80s. Yeah. And Denzel was on it. And mm-hmm. uh, my friend Eric Lonneville, who's a great director now, I don't know if you know him, but he, he, he directs a lot of what you see on television. And we used to sit, uh, we used to fly and do the exteriors in Boston. And we used to fly American Airlines. This is like 1982, 1983, going into Boston. And they, you know, and the the network or whoever was paying for the production would pay for us to fly there, and we'd be sitting in first class. And me and Eric would be sitting together every single time. The flight attendant would always check his ticket, but not check mine. Really? Right. So I started realize that's when I first became apparent to me that his experience in life, and even on this flight is very different than mine. Man, I love the fact that you're saying that right now. You know? That that is so important that you're saying that. Well, because Because I was... But a lot of people aren't um, uh, witness to it. You know what I mean? We went out for dinner and we hung around the clubs in Boston, me and Eric. We would go back to the... I don't know which hotel. I wanted to take out... Beep that hotel, please. Yeah. We would go back to this nice hotel... And uh, you don't have to cut it out; just bleep it. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything bad about him. But it was a nice hotel, and we'd walk into the lobby. Yeah. Security would walk up to him and yep. say, "Can I see your key and see you were staying there?" And not me. Yeah. And that's when I realized these are two people. And you know, this was uh, around the time of, um, or right before OJ. Yeah. And I would say, well, look at all the evidence. You know, he he did it, and a lot of my black friends said no, he, he he could have been he could have been framed and I go really he could have been framed and and what I learned to realize is if you live their experiences yeah. in their life where they're not treated it's not black and white yeah. and I didn't mean I don't mean that as our skin color no, well, I mean it's it. it's not clear yeah. that y- you would believe if you lived uh, walked a mile in my black friend's shoe yep. that people would go far enough to frame you, yep. to fuck you up, to treat you very differently, yeah. and 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 whether you're Asian, it's a very different experience. Completely different. And I'm so happy you're saying that. But the these are just that, words, yeah. rather than you talk about how you, who are selling out three times more than any average, it's crazy white guy was doing on the road. And he had to go and make his own Netflix special. I remember crying in the green room. My son was sleeping. I was like, why do I got to pay? I was like crying. 
And because we got a phone call too from Netflix, they were like, "Oh, they found out I was making my special," and they were like, "Hey, just to you know, let you know, we we want you to know we're, we're not interested." <laughs> like they really wanted to like let us know like, while you were taping, you got the before, call before, like a week before. They really wanted to reinsure, like, "Hey, you know, we don't want it, right?" Like it was the craziest. How do you, what in your mind? I what in your mind? Get make- it. I didn't understand. Like, why are you not giving me a special? I just didn't get it. No, but here's what I'm asking you. So in your mind, when not only did they not give you a special, yeah, they and you said, you know what, you're wrong. I'm gonna fucking show you. I'm gonna put on. I'm gonna with my own money, my own time, my own production. Yeah, I'm gonna make it. A week before you get a call from Netflix to go, hey, 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 hey we hear you're making yeah. it. We're not interested. Yeah. What is going through your mind that makes you move on to I, continue? I I had to get the special out, and I. And I was literally going, I swear to God, Howie, I was going to make DVDs and sell them out of my car. Like, because I had to make the money back. So, I, and I knew I could make my money back. If I just sell DVDs, I'll get all my money back. Uh, but, it, but it was so important for me that, that this specific routine gets out because my son was a certain age already. And if I didn't do it, you know what I mean? Like the jokes are about him being 12 and 13 and... You know what I mean? It's like, I got to do it now. If I don't do it now, my son's going to be 17. Does your couple- son understand what you went through? Oh, and how- yeah, especially now. What a great lesson for humanity. Yeah. To kind of, you know, blaze your own trail and know and be righteous and true to yourself and who you are and what you know. The problem is with all these networks and uh, cable stations or whatever, I kind of get it. I get that these people that make the decision yeah. are not owners. Yeah. They're employees. Exactly. That's what I was saying. They have responsibility. And if they make the wrong investment, they could lose their jobs. I get that. Right. And they figure you're going to be able to go out there and make a living doing your comedy. Yes. But if I buy the Joe Coy special and it tanks, I don't have a job. Exactly. But I will say this, the people that did, and I'll shout them out, you know, Robert and Joanne and Neil and and, and the other Robert, uh, there's two Roberts in that, that pool. Thank God they came in when they did. Cause they they came in while this was happening to me. So there's a specific group of people that came in, and you know who I'm talking about, Robbie. Uh, there was a specific Robbie group Pra, that, who uh, is yeah. uh, I know because I'm with uh, JFL, J- JFL, and so, he, he so thank for- God that team came in. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when I was dealing with this ordeal, it wasn't that team. I was dealing with the older team. So when the new team came in, they knew who I was. But you also that. know that that team, like Robbie specifically, yeah. changed comedy on Netflix forever. He's the guy who bought mm-hmm. the, the Chappelle special. One billion percent. But 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 I will say this. Oh, I feel, I, I hate doing this, but it's just, I still had to go through it with them. You know what I mean? I still, I still had to pay for it. You know what I mean? I, you're not saying anything that it would be offensive to them. I they, know. They I know. Just, they know who paid. They, they know and, and they more both, than anybody they, that they didn't put up the money and say we're going to green light. They did it. And and even though the the new people came in and whoever that that was that that didn't think that America would get it or whatever the fuck the reason was was still there and 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 they came in and um I still had to I still had to pay for it. You know what I mean? And um, and they have been paying the for it minute, ever since. But then I I put it on. I remember we gave it to them, and literally it took us about it took us about a year to to cut you shoot shoot it and cut it and and I I sat in the editing bay myself, Howie. I no, really I know. sat there and I, I I captured every shot that I knew was going to be the right shot. 
I, I cut that whole thing myself, honestly. Wow. And I studied everyone's specials that I, I, I wanted. I, 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 there were so many specific things that I wanted, angles. And, uh, and, and I got them all specifically from uh, other specials that I watch. And then the sound of Live from Seattle came from Dana Carvey's uh, special. I don't know where he was, but he was in like some Santa Barbara, Santa's, wherever. He was somewhere with Santa. And, uh, and the sound was so beautiful. And I go, this is the best sounding special I've ever heard. And, uh, and they, go, they go, oh, Dana just put extra mics in the audience. That's all he did. I go, I want all of those mics and then some. That's why when you listen to my special, you hear everyone laughing because there's two balconies at the more and I put, I put microphones all the way into the top balcony and I paid extra for all that. And I was like, if, the, if, if, if Netflix is going to buy this special, they're going to be like, he shot a Netflix special. And you want to know something, had Netflix said okay in the normal way? You know, and just on the, they wouldn't have done it. They wouldn't have put that into yeah. it. Yeah, they wouldn't have allowed you. Yeah, that kind of expenditure. And I know because when you did uh, is coming in hot, coming the, Hawaii, in hot. the Hawaii one, you showed yeah. me. You came to this office. Yeah, and you showed me before, and I was amazed when we walked out. I was talking to Rich about it after. How much? Um, can Can I tell you something about that one too? Yeah. So. When Live from Seattle, when I gave them the final cut, they bought it. They bought it right in the room. They go, don't shop it around. We want it, which was crazy. And then uh, and then I got Coming In Hot after that. And uh, and Coming In Hot, they gave, me, they gave me a nice chunk, right, of money. And I still dipped into my pocket and paid for Coming In Hot. I That's still I went say. into my pocket. And you were sitting there. So when people you... think I made money on Netflix. I made zero money on Netflix. But you're None. smart enough. My, That's my, a... my third and fourth, I made money. But one and two... But ultimately, you understand. But the big money is the live, yeah, in music too. Exactly, it's the same thing. So these are great promotional exactly. pieces for you to make, and not only to make money on live. Yeah. But speaking of live, so Spielberg saw coming in hot. Yeah. And he gets a call from, from Spielberg from Steven fucking Spielberg. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And and that and what what makes me what, it was kind of like this. means a lot to you yeah because it's like it's like years man like you know but and, and, and you know you, and you hear no for so long and, and it's like what do you gotta do what do you what are you talking about specific what are you talking none nothing made sense you know and then when you get someone like spielberg watching it and getting it then you're like okay so what what were you guys saying again because <laughs> mr. <laughs> mr hollywood Got it. He got it. So I don't understand what so, you guys didn't get. So the, slow down a minute. So you, you, how did you get the call? How does the call come in? He 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 called. Okay, so he called everyone at Amblin, right? And said, watch this special coming in hot. He was shooting West Side Story, and uh, he shot. Uh, he took a break, and he was watching coming in hot. And, uh, wow, why am I all, why are you all emotional right now, dude? Because, the, and, and you know what? It's it, it just, it doesn't matter. And, and it's great because 
the reason that you are the star you are, the reason that you have the success that you have, there are people that in this business, in every business, that just do it because I gotta go to work and I'll go do the work and don't care about the work. I've never met somebody as passionate as you about what you do, how it's received, what it means to you, what the plan is, how detailed you are, when it means something to you and whether it goes bad or goes great, it hits your heart yeah. and I, and and listening to you and the emotion of it even makes it stick more so let's let's go back to that moment so you're he took a break he's watching coming in hot where are you when you got the call and how did you get the call i was literally at home and uh and they go uh my manager calls me and they go, hey, Emily wants to take a general with you. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. We just thought it was another general. You know what I mean? Right. Like, okay, let's go and do this general. In fact, when we were walking on, on to Amblin, like my manager was just like, all right, you know, just they'll tell us about them and then we'll just tell them our numbers and what we're doing and, you know, we'll tell them about blah, 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 Netflix. Let's get them to watch Netflix. Blah, blah. Like we had this whole thing, you know, just basically selling ourselves, right? And um, the minute we walk in, we sit in the lobby of Amblin, right? And the lady there just walks up and she goes, Steven can't stop talking about you. Like the minute, it wasn't high, it wasn't any of that. Like big smile on her face, Steven can't stop talking about you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I look at Joe, my, my manager, I'm like, what? what is Steven who? Like Steven right. from accounting? Like what are you talking about? <laughs> like is he a friend of the family? And then, uh, and then, that was weird. So now we're walking in the hallway, going to the to the meeting. I'm sorry, I got a. I, I was crying, so I keep. Do we have out. tissues? So, oh, uh, yeah. buddy, yeah, thank you. And um, so then we go to the meeting, and it's Holly Barrio and Jeb, you know, the president, the vice president of Amblin, and we're sitting there, and the same thing again. They're like, "Oh my God, Steve is telling everybody to watch your special." And, and everybody, I just want you to know, everyone here at Amblin is watching this special, and uh, we all love it. We're huge fans, and, and I'm like, we're, are we talking about the same Steve? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just Who's say Steven? Same. Who's Steven? <laughs> let's, let's get him in the room. Can we get him in the room? <laughs> and, then, um, and then he was just like, yeah, man, Mr. Spielberg is a huge fan, and, and next thing you know, like, it was this fast, Howie. As fast as I'm talking to you about what happened, this is how it all went down. They go, he wants to make a movie with you, so do you have an idea? What kind of idea do you have for a movie? And, did and you have an idea? I did. I had a deal with uh, Rideback, Dan Lin, right? Rideback, Rideback Ranch. And um, and I pitched a movie to them called Easter Sunday, which is the the holiday that Filipinos love. We do. It's our favorite holiday. That's when the family comes together. And uh, But I told them it's, 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 it's family, it's love, it's comedy, it's chaos, all in one day on Easter Sunday, basically, right? Right. And... Um, and, and, you know, there's more to it than that. But Dan Lin was actually, you know, we were trying to find a writer with Dan Lin. And Dan Lin, by the way, did uh, It 1, It 2, Aladdin with uh, Will Smith. Like, that's his, that, those are his like, Legos. All the Lego movies are his. So, you know, he's no, he's amazing to be he's with. like a yeah, Spielberg. This, yeah, he's a himself. Spielberg. Uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, I looked at Joe and I go, uh, can I pitch that thing? And he goes, well, we don't have a, we don't have a contract. We didn't sign anything pitch it and i pitched easter sunday to him and they bought it in the room they're like we'll take it i want that movie spielberg wants that movie let's do it and uh and, we, and i go what about dan lynn and they go we'll call him if he wants to join he'll join if not that's cool we're doing it it was that fast we even wow. went to lunch and this is why i always say this celebrate every moment 
right? Because people, like, we live in a time now where everything's so fast, right? And you right. want it now. And if it's not now, then we can't celebrate. Right. Right? And that's, that. what is living? Like, why, are, you're not even living at this point. Like, like, like when we left the, the office, like we're hugging each other and we both got emotional. Duh, I cried. And then, um, and Joe was like, well, we'll see. I go, what are you talking about? We'll see. There's nothing else to see. Like, this was an amazing moment. You know how many people wished Steven Spielberg watched their tape or even looked at their headshot or gave a call? Like, bro, celebrate this moment. Like, even if nothing happens that. four months from now, who gives a shit? This moment is, this is an amazing moment. Really and we is. get to and we get to say it. And um so we got into a little fight. We even went to lunch and we got into another fight. Like, dude, stop. Like, and he was like, Oh, I'm just saying, I know how Hollywood is. I'm like, stop. Celebrate the moment. Let's eat and l- let's enjoy this moment that we just had. And then right right when I said that, boom, he gets a phone call from Holly. And she's like, Yep, just talk to Dan. We're moving forward. He's joining the team. It was that fast. And who who wrote it? Uh we got we got a bunch of uh writers to write it and then we got my favorite is uh jay chandrasekhar who uh is you know he did all the he's broken lizard he does uh all the super troopers and all that stuff but uh also the goldbergs he shoots that and he came in and uh and just took over and and directed the movie for me so and you shot it we shot it we and, and then what was crazy is the pandemic happened and i thought for sure it wasn't gonna happen i thought it was done and uh, and then they got the call. I got the call. They're like, uh, "April, we're moving. We're going. We're going to Vancouver to shoot this movie." And I was like, "Oh my god!" So this, this past happen. April, you were there. We just shot it. Yeah, and you. Just I just got it? back. And w- w- when is it coming out? Uh, Easter Sunday, twenty twenty two. And he wants a theatrical release. He doesn't want a streaming release. He wants a full blown theatrical release. Fuck. That is an red amazing. carpet. Everything. Was that not an amazing That's story? Amazing, yeah, it's amazing. Not only the story, it's amazing. Uh, I think the way that you view life is amazing. To me, <laughs> that was a no, great... To no, to me, that was what... I mean, obviously, to shoot a movie and have that come out and everything, that's incre- and Steven Spielberg, all that's incredible. But to me, what I take away from that is celebrating each and every moment. Yeah. Because I think that's something... I know I struggle with. I've seen you struggle with that a lot in your business and your career where you're like, well, we'll see. I don't know. This happens all the time. So I think that that's a really important lesson to take away from that. No, because people who think another way, and I sometimes do with my OCD, it's also a protection. Yeah. Right? So the, the, the fear is if you celebrate that moment, and you're right. Yeah. If you celebrate that moment, yeah. If that moment, like Joe, whoever was saying it to you, uh, if it doesn't come to fruition, yeah. then you're afraid of that disappointment. Exactly. So if, if I don't climb this high into my emotions, I don't have a long way to drop. But I also read that book, like The Power of Now. Yeah. You know, now is all we have. Yeah. What happened before is our perception of it and memory. And if there were other people there, they don't remember it the exact same way. And maybe it didn't happen exactly the way you remember it. What may happen in the future hasn't happened yet. The only thing that's real is now. The yeah. only thing we have is now. Yeah. And that's those are words that I'm saying and maybe somebody's listening to, but you live it. Yeah. But that's and- probably why you are where you are. Like because Netflix said no to you first. Yeah. So I'm sure most people would be like, "Well, then, then no, then it's no, and yeah. I'm giving up." And you lived in the now and like, "No, I'm I'm going to make it. I'm not yeah. thinking about what's going to happen later. I'm doing it now. Even if I made the decision to go ahead and make it, if I got the call that you got, you know, I just want to, I want you to know that we're just not interested. Yeah. That might've stopped me. I know it would have stopped 
most people. <laughs> and the fact that you're able to go through that, what a great example you are of humanity, of perseverance, of being a father, of being a friend. These are great. This story that you just told, I'm so proud that you told that on here because even the celebrating the moment is what this is about. And I'm looking at people on the other side of the glass <laughs> and everybody was just, you know, what an amazing story. It Thank really you. is. Your your family has to be, more importantly, so proud of you, so proud of uh, what you do and how you're, and it just keeps going and going and going. What is next? I want to keep, I want to make more movies. So that's, you know, that that's what I want to do. Was that a and good experience, movies? It's an amazing experience. And it, and it was a perfect example of, I didn't understand what that meant by something being so specific. I didn't understand what See, that I meant. didn't personally I'm telling you, I didn't like movie making. I did yeah. movies in the eighties. I I had a problem with it. Yeah. And my problem with it was and, and tell me how you how you dealt with this. I I like control. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like to have control. And there's no more control in the moment and than standing on stage live in front of that audience yeah. and hearing that immediate feedback. Yeah. To sit in a trailer for two and a half hours yeah. and then be called to the set and do three lines cut, go back to the trailer for two hours, and then I'm going to do them again because they're going to relight again from yeah. a different angle. And then have somebody else cut it together and edit it. it. It it felt like I was handing over and spending so much time in something that I had no control of. Did you? I, I, yeah, I had a different experience. I, you know, I was in every single scene, so I was, I was on that set all day. And then, um, and they gave me complete control. That's the cool thing about Amblin. So Who directed uh, Jay Chandrasekhar, but, uh, and it was just so cool because, you know, my jokes were coming to life and, and if I didn't like how something was written, I wouldn't do it. I would change it right there on the spot. Everything was specific to my voice and That's I fantastic. wanted to make sure that everything looked right. I, I, the, the, my main concern was I, I'm, we're not going to be laughing at my culture. We're going to be laughing with my culture and, and celebrating life and, 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 it, and then not only that, you'll just realize that everything's just relatable. You're just laughing at a family situation. Are you involved with the editing? Yeah, I get to go in and, and edit. At the first edit is actually done now. And then I'll go in with Jay and we'll we'll put in our notes. And Does Steven have any input? J- Steven was amazing. Steven did the casting. He went through everything. His letter to me was amazing. Just everything. He's did so you involved. It? What is his letter to you? What does that His say? email letter to me was just beautiful. It was so beautiful. Can you share it? Or I, I I would like to do that with you. <laughs> I wouldn't want to read that out. I'll, yeah, I would like to do that with you. Oh wow! Like, but the fact okay, but the fact that it, it was very personal and so touching. personal. He seems like a like a and the a way great. he wrote it. I swear to God, you could write a movie. Like it was a movie. It was a it was a pitch. It was just really beautiful, and he wrote it that fast. I emailed him, and he emailed me back that quick. It was it was incredible. Well, he is. Everything that he does is something that is incredibly heartfelt, incredibly authentic, yeah. and real, and whether it's an email or a full-blown motion picture, that's yeah. who he is. He was supposed to come to my, because I'm doing Radio City Music Hall, and he was supposed to come to that, and um, and then the pandemic hit, so we were supposed to meet last year, but he's going to come this year and, and meet me. Uh, you're back on the road again? Oh, I see that. I'm smashing right now. You it's are. It's crazy right now. I'm so excited. You're back in arenas, I see. Yeah, we're, we're killing these arenas right now. It's nuts. Are you just staying in North America? Yeah, I, I want to stay here and uh, 
because I got another project that I'm doing, so I don't want to go. I don't want to leave yet. I'll wait. I want to just stay here and. You doing a lot of dates? I'm doing a lot. Are you out wow. now? As you sh- I'm telling you, I keep telling you to come out. My husband goes. My husband. Yes. It, my, my my son-in-law goes. I'm I'm really, aside from this podcast, I am such an and uh, four stays to go to AGT. You have no idea. I'm really. I'm being honest with you. I am so messed up now. I really am um, mm. uh, uh, mentally messed up, and mm. I'm having a really hard time. To be totally uh, frank with you, so I, I I I can't go. I have a tr- I trouble going out. This I do, but as I speak to you right now, I'm incredibly medicated. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm out here. It's really so. But and I appreciate you coming and doing what you do. And I'm and I live a life vicariously through your Instagram. Oh, that's all. Thank you. I say all a lot. Yeah, that's your thing. <laughs> I, that's my thing. But I really do mean it. I also nobody say, has I ever said I love you a lot, and people I I, I get shit. You get uh, shit for that? Why? Yeah, like people go, oh my God, you use that so loosely. I'm like, look, I'm not saying I'm in love with you. I love with, I love you. And I think a lot more people should say that. I think There's you're nothing also wrong re- with that. You're also really connected with your fans. I love my fans. Do you know how I know that? How? I have a friend who watched one of your specials. Yeah. And she told me that she messaged you to tell you that she watched a special mm-hmm. and you messaged back. And it yeah. made her whole world uh-huh. like that's all she talked about is how you messaged back it's so, so. cool because people think uh because i dm everybody right mm-hmm. and um and I'll, I'll send i don't like saying this stuff man uh, but i'll say it like ah, I, I i send stuff right i'll send it to them because i think that's the coolest thing you could do like imagine being a fan of somebody and then all of a sudden something in the mail comes right that's so cool you well, know what I mean? not all of it. If it's a dick pic, it's not cool. <laughs> no, I send them a physical thing in oh, the wow. mail. You know what I mean? And and I do it with everybody. And it's just like the coolest thing. Like last night I did a show at the Bray Improv. And there was this couple that had this matching shirt and hat on. Right? And and they were wearing it in the front row. And literally they went and took a pic, pic with me at the end of the show. And they were like, you sent this to us. And that was the coolest thing. Like that's exactly what I love the most is, is that connection. Like that, that to them meant so much. Are wow. you that cool, dad? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm learning now. Really I'm learning. You know, I bad. do, uh, I, I kind of read everything mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm afraid to, uh, well, I'm also not that versed in how to DM. Or... No, you're cooler than he is. Like he didn't even know how to access his DMs. I think on a, she previous... just told me of previous on a previous podcast that I had three years worth of DMs that I hadn't oh seen. Oh my gosh. Like from like Mario Lopez and like Jimmy Kimmel. Like he never saw I didn't them. even see them. I don't know. I'm not that versed and not that open. I'm a lot older than you. So this whole, the kids with their worldwide web, it's crazy. The worldwide web. He thought it was high tech that we Googled stuff on here. Oh, that was amazing to him. Yeah. He loved it. Yeah. I'm amazed that anybody's ever going to hear this show and how this gets up. Oh, they're listening to it. They are. Yeah. But you are the best, buddy. You are. I can't thank you enough for going in. Is there anything you want to plug before? What? Do you want to do a prank call? Oh, do you want to do a prank call? Yeah. Do you have an idea? You can do that? Yeah, I, I didn't do. know you could do that still. Well, that's a big part of our show. Oh, yeah. So a big part of uh, this show, Joe, is yeah. th- this show came to be because uh, Jacqueline and I used to, I told you, it's really hard for me to go out. Yeah. So I would call her because I didn't get a chance to see my kid. This is my baby girl. And I, I'd call her and we would laugh and do like uh, prank calls 
for nothing. Yeah. You know, and my wife came in one day and said, why don't you do a podcast? So that's what this podcast is. But we wanted to keep uh, true to whatever the seat of the idea is. So I said, if I have friends in and people come in, do you want to partake in pranking? Do you like pranking? I mean, yeah, I was just, it's so funny you said that. I was with my son. I go, Joe, I hate being in a prank. Like, I, <laughs> I swear, just today. Just today. On the way. On the way. We were at Funko today, which, do you have a Funko? You need a Funko. Um, I a don't Funko know. Pop. I don't know if you're saying something that's positive. You I need I, it. Your, your son knows what I'm talking about. I need a Funko? Yeah, you need to get. And I, I'm gonna. Oh, with those, those square kind of the square head. It looks like a Roblox uh, uh, avatar, but yes. it's in in three D. Yes, I saw that you have one. Yeah, I'm gonna, I have a bobblehead. No, we got to get you Funko Pop. It's a completely different culture. It's it's this it's this thing, and uh, and yours would yours would crush. Right there, I have the deal or no deal bobblehead. Yeah, but uh, not a lot of people buying that right now. Yeah, no deal. A, you got, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to the guy. To get me a Funko? Of course. Why can't I just have yours and tell people it's mine? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Your Funko, put up put up a picture of uh, Joe Coy's Funko. Because I saw it on, and I thought, I'm just going to carry this around. <laughs> I can make a box. Yeah, you should. I would love that. You would love what? If you did that. If you walked around with Look the at this. So that's, a- <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Now, here's the thing. That's a real culture, man. They go crazy for it. I'm not joking. So that could have been me pre-glasses. That's you right there. It is. That's Funko Pop. Yep. Comedian Joe Coy. Look at the different things they go for, like $59, $47. What's the difference between a $45 one and a no, these $100? Are just, these are just people these reselling These are resells. It. They're reselling these things for $100, over $100. Yeah, kind of a big thing, man. <laughs> Do you know who you're talking to, Dad? Oh, my God. Get me a Funko. <laughs> I, I, I've been telling you that. Wow. They would go crazy. I want to I wanna, I wanna go funk myself. <laughs> so if you get, if you hear, if anybody has, do you have a connection with these people? Yeah, the with the uh, the owner and the uh, and the guy that started the. Company. I can tell you a story. I went to the I went to Funko and I said I was uh, literally just there. And I, I can't wait to take your daughter there. It, it, they'll literally I just went give to you Funko. baskets and she, she could just throw whatever she wants in the basket. That's as so many cool. Funkos. Yeah, I went to Funko and I said I'd like to do a Funko and they said they're really not interested. There's not a market for my Funko and I said I don't give a shit. I'm going to make my own Funko. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so, well, that's amazing. So you were saying you were at Funko telling your son. You I was just pranks. there today. We were there today. That's why I was late. We were, we were doing the Funko thing, uh, redoing a, I'm getting another Funko made. And, um. Wait, you, you actually, uh, you model for it? Like no, you no. Said I was there. <laughs> no, we're, we're. That's we're, not, I mean, it's nice that you have a Funko, but it doesn't really look like you stand still and they. No, we're redesigning a new one. Yeah. So I, I'm getting, I'm releasing another one. It, I'm telling you, it, it, when you look at it, you're like, okay, well, what is that, Joe? But it's it's huge. It's huge. All it's right. like base. It's the new baseball cards. It's everyone collects those. They wow. go crazy for it. Wow. The minute it gets released, they just they gobble it up. Wow. And when you sign it, forget about it. Forget wow. about it. I know because it's not a Funko, but I, I think there is a Funko of Gizmo. From Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm always signing those at the back of shows so that people had those and I sign those. But I don't Dude. make anything. But that's not me. It's 
it, it, I played the character. I did I'm the voice. But, I'm done talking to you. I, I got to tell you more stuff. We, you and I need to talk. Every time I tell you stuff, every time I come here, I tell you stuff. Isn't that the point? <laughs> yeah, but you don't do it. I don't do anything. I'm a recluse. Why? Because I'm fucked up in the head. <laughs> I am. I am. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if you saw the cover of People a few weeks ago, but I was the uh, People magazine said I'm the mentalist man alive. They did not. No, but we, me and uh, my daughter here were on the cover. Really? Yeah. 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 Where is it? Can I get a copy still or what? Is there sure. one there? I'll buy one Did somebody online. just sign? I'll it, sign one for sure, you. Hold them up. Look at this. <laughs> I love it. You Look. got Funko. We got mental People. health covers. <laughs> yeah. You got Funko. You got Funko. We got fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So that was our, that was us. Come on, Howie. Yeah. I didn't see this. Oh, somebody's calling. Who's calling now? It's People Magazine. Hmm. I don't know. Who's calling? Yeah, that was us. Aww, See her on the bottom? Oh, yeah. Bottom corner there? So beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. This is great. But tell me. You, I'm going to start ask signing you. these and say this is me on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> you just swapped. You, yeah. you, okay. You so, know what I made my own glasses? Because you love glasses. But you know what? <laughs> you these her. on my face? I, I own them now. Well, doesn't everybody own their own glasses? No, I make these and sell them. Oh, I make these and sell them. Stop it. He does. And I won't stop it. That's amazing. It, I think July thirteenth, it's that these come out. But these That's are so uh, cool. I have, um, What's the name on that one? Uh, I can't read without my glasses. It I don't is... think. I think these are before. No. Oh, these are the Joe Coys. No, I'm just I kidding. Love I'm it. just kidding. <laughs> I love it. No, but I got a bunch of different pairs, and they're through the company C. So I do that. So I, I sell some stuff. That's cool. I mean, but. So you were saying, I wanted to do a prank, and yeah. you were saying you were telling your son you hate pranks? Yeah, we literally were just driving, and then we were talking about prank. I don't know why we came up with a prank, and then, and then uh, oh, he was talking about this kid that he watches on YouTube that did a prank, and then I, and, and I go, I, I hate being part of a prank. Like, I just don't, <laughs> but like, especially if it's on me. Oh, on you, oh. but yeah. do you like doing them? I don't mind, but like, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge karma guy, so it's like, if I do one, I'm get ready for one to come back. That's that's my mindset. Do you do them on family members? Have you do you uh, have I've you, never pranked. Even this is a we're going to break I mean, yeah, your I mean, prank I, cherry. I, I, I don't want to get caught in a lie. I probably have, but it was so far far in between. Well, but. why don't we this is ladies and gentlemen, Joe Joe Coy is a virgin prankster. We are going to pop his prank cherry right here on this thing. Yes. We'll go easy on you. So I'll tell it. you what. So let's let me let, let's figure something out. Let's do it. Okay. You know what would be easy for you as a first one? The yeah. easiest is rather than go to a stranger, go to a family member. Yeah. Um, you just told your son you hate pranks, so let's not use your son. Who no. uh, is there another family member that uh, you know is around? We could call right now. We'd probably get on the phone. Probably my sister Gemma. Gemma, she, and she's so gullible. So That's she'll good. be. An, it's like it's so bad that I'm pretty sure this prank's gonna work. So tell me, even when we mess up. Well, I don't know what the prank is yet. Let's figure out what the prank is. What is the last thing that you guys did together that maybe we can? She, uh, well, I just bought that Cadillac, so, so she she writes the checks. You, oh, I saw the Cadillac. That's a beautiful yeah. Uh, SUV. Yeah, That's and amazing. I bought it from a friend. My friend does like rims and stuff. Like he has like a he works for a rim company. So right. what they do is they buy cars that are brand new. And then they they deck them out, you know what I'm saying? Because people like to upgrade them. Up they upgrade them, uh, 
uh, and then and then they resell them. But this one specifically, no one was buying, and it had like a hundred miles on it, so I bought it. So you looked at for Brand a car new. that nobody was buying, yeah, and you bought it. And she, how was she involved in this? Um, she wrote the check. <laughs> how dare you say that? I, I bought a car that no one was. No, I didn't. You said you that. You said that. <laughs> yeah, but I did say that, didn't I? So he... he it's a beautiful car. He yeah. tricked... Well, that's what you think. Nobody else thought so. <laughs> but it is. I saw it pull up in it. It yeah, is quite beautiful. a whip. Yeah. Is it expensive? Yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, we got, I got it for 118000 That's 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 very expensive. Yeah. Is it... There must be great rims. No, they're not rims. I bought the whole car. I bought the whole... SUV. Yeah, but $120,000. And she wrote the check. She wrote the check. And it's from your friend. It's from my friend, yeah. So I'm coming up with an idea. What if we say, because she wouldn't know and you wouldn't know, that uh, the car was stolen? <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. And because she it's wrote kinda, the check. It, that's kind of believable, too. It's kind of. Why? Because, it, because I, if it was at a dealership, we didn't buy it from a dealership. We bought it from a third party. So she, she would probably fall for that. Okay. Even though, even though it is my one of my best friends, but so here's what I'm going to say: Why don't you call your sister and say you just got caught? You got pulled over by the police. Uh, is there plates on it? There are, but I haven't put them on. They're in the back. Okay, seat. I got pulled over because there's no plates on. So as much truth as you can use in a prank always helps the prank. Yeah. So you're not going to believe what happened. You got pulled over because you didn't have the plates on the car yet. Yeah. They did a, uh, what do you call it, a search of the car, yeah. and the car is a stolen car. They've <laughs> taken me to the station. I can help you as Will being Will she fall a, for this? I don't know. You said you've never pranked before, so why wouldn't she fall for it? That's true. So you've listen, never lied to her Well, before? she knows I'm with Howie right now. Mm. That's the only bad thing. You think she's going to know? I don't know your sister. Let's try it. Okay, so so let's, but wait, let's wait, think it out. I'll we, wait, I'll text her and say I'm on my way now, because she knows... After this, I have to go to Netflix. Okay. So that way, it's already set up. Oh, no, no. But then she's going to get a call three seconds after a text. Nothing wrong with that. So he got to pulled say I'm at right the, To say I'm at no, the... No, I'm driving there now. I'm saying, hey, I'm on my way there now. What's the address? I'll say that. But then how are you going to say that you got pulled over by the cops? Because I'm on my way there now. That makes sense. That doesn't make... What are you talking to about? To you, how? too? Yeah. Yes. Because you're going to get a text, I'm on my way there now, and then you're going to call her and... Three minutes and go. The cops pulled me over. Yeah, what aren't you understanding? Okay, I think because he's saying that you're going to be at the precinct, and so you wouldn't already be oh, at the precinct. You're saying that you're arresting me. Why don't you just say this is the cop and he's just talking to me from? Because I was going to say that we've done a check of this. Uh, he told us a story. There is what's her last name? Simmons. Okay. So you said she wrote the check. Yeah, she wrote. Are you Miss Simmons? We see the check. So you are actually the purchaser of the stolen material. And <laughs> but it's on a Joe Coy check. What? It's Joe Coy Entertainment, but she signs them. I don't care. She wrote it. Okay. She wrote the check. Okay. So you are also <laughs> liable. Um, we could either arrange. I don't know if you have a lawyer there. I can arrange to have you arrested now, or you can turn yourself in. <laughs> so where am I right now? I'm at the. I'm at the precinct. I thought that you're out of the precinct. Okay. So All why right. don't you just text her now? I'm in big trouble. Uh, uh, not not health. I don't want her to worry about health. You're not going to believe where I am now. I'm at a precinct. I'm at a police station. All right. We'll do that. Or I might be late to our meeting. She's expecting you to go to a meeting right after? Say, I'm definitely going to be late. Okay. We'll call her and then we'll, we'll reveal on the... 
But this is going to be on you to have to sell it. I'm, no. I'm, I'm texting her. You're not going to believe what's going on right now. How's that? Good. I don't know. As long we'll as it see sounds how she takes it. <laughs> You're not going to believe what's going on right now. I'm sure our, our listeners are going to go, oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> if it doesn't go any farther than this text, we already hit gold. We're, we're good with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Prank, prank texts. Yes. <laughs> those, are, those are way better than gotcha. live texts. Gotcha. <laughs> what we did, we did a prank text where I said, you're not going to believe what's happening. And when she calls, I'm going to go, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha again. <laughs> Dummy send. Okay, call her. But here, give him the cord. Plug the plug the phone into that cord. All right. Yeah. And now when you well, call she her, hasn't responded to me yet. It's okay. That's all right. So that's why you're phoning. And now you'll be able to hear the call. So through. what do I? I I'm going to talk to her first. Yeah. Tell her you're at a precinct. What do I? What do I press here? Headphones. I don't know. What does he press on the phone? Just dial. Uh, you don't have to press anything. Just uh, oh wait. You don't have to press anything. You just have to put on speaker when you call her. Oh, but it's saying headphones, other devices, just hit headphones. Uh, Is this never lightning adapter connected? Just hit headphones. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes, we will. Thank you, Mackenzie. <laughs> <laughs> we will see what happens. And then call? Yeah, just call her like you're calling her on a normal phone. On speaker, they said. Is it hear working? It? I yeah. hear it. If you could put it up to the mic. Oh. Why? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, did you get my text? Oh, no. Hold on. Well, it's it's all good. You're not going to believe what's going on right now. What happened? <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm at the police department right now, and what what's going on with that, uh, with the Escalade? What do you mean? Well, I, I, I don't know what's going on, but they're saying that it's it's a stolen vehicle. What? I know. So I don't know what's going on. Did you write the check? Because they said that the check, you, I don't know what's going on, but they said that the, the check that we wrote, we bought a, a stolen vehicle. So I, I don't. Yeah, I wired, I wired the money to, from the, um, from the, um, what Carlos gave me. So it was wired. Yeah. Okay, she. Do you, can you talk to this detective real quick? Because I'm, I'm here now, and I don't know what's okay. going on. Hold okay. on. Can you talk to my sister? Hello. Detective Hi Howard? There. Hello. Um, that vehicle was purchased through... I have, um, a, I have a name here. A on the dealership? Excuse I have me. a name. I have a name here. Is there a Simmons? Yes. Okay, so that, that name was on the wire transfer? Yes. Okay, so do you know how to identify this person, Simmons? Because that's actually who we're looking for. That's me. All right, so um, where are you located in Los Angeles right now? or? Yes. Uh, okay, so if you give us the address, we will send a car or a... You're not armed in any way or... No. All right, so... Um, you, you haven't been indicted yet, but I would like to uh, bring you down to the station. Or do you want to turn yourself in? Or would you, what do you, what would be the best uh, decision right now? Yeah, but why? I don't understand. Okay. You, What's happening? Somebody by the name of Simmons purchased a stolen 
um, Escalade. What in the heck? It's a black Escalade? Yes. With brand new rims? Yes. Okay. And are you uh, Miss Simmons? Yes. All right. You have purchased stolen uh, a stolen vehicle. What is the purpose for your purpose for your purchase? Um, it was supposed to, it was supposed to be for it's from Frank. I don't. I don't. I, I'm the only. I don't need other names. What is the purchase for? Are you? Is it to traffic? Any? Uh, what is in the SUV? What is in the SUV? Yes. What do you mean? The interior. It's it's supposed to be for personal use. All right. Are we are going to and and I don't want you to panic, but we're going to surround your. Are you at a residence right now, or are you at a public place? I'm in a residence. Okay, we're going to surround it uh, in just a moment. Um, when we ask you to uh, leave the place, I want your hands up. Do you hear the helicopter? No. Okay, the helicopter should be there shortly. And uh, it, I'm just opened. Uh, you are free to speak now. Go ahead. What do you mean? Go ahead and give us all the information you have. Thank you. Hello? Hello. I'm not understanding what's going on. You are probably pretty close to being arrested for purchasing a stolen vehicle. The helicopter should be overhead now. Okay, well, let me call the person that I purchased this to to verify all of that. Well, who, I don't, this, I don't understand why. Well, I am here with a Mr. Coy. Are you familiar with the this gentleman that I have here that was in the vehicle? Yes. Okay. How, how is he? How is he? Are you guys in business together? He's my brother. Okay, so then you are both uh, possibly going to be indicted. Do you have an attorney? Um, are you willing to talk to us right now without an attorney? No. Okay, so then let's talk. Tell no, me. No, I'm going to call our attorney. No, uh, you said you were willing to talk without an attorney. No, I'm not willing to talk without an attorney. All right, let's talk. When you purchased the vehicle... I'm going to call our attorney first. What is your name again? Detective Howard. Detective... Howard. Okay, and what's your badge number? Seven. Okay. Dash four six B eight... And what police department are you in? LAPD. Okay, you ready to talk? No, I'm not talking anymore to you. I'm going to call her attorney. What no, is, but, what is but, the number but for you me are, to call you back? But you were talking to me. You said you were talking to me. I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm going to call her But how do I right how now. am I able to hear you if you're not talking anymore? I can hear you talking. Well, I'm going to stop talking to you. When when will you be stopping the the talking? Right now. Has the stopping begun? Hello, Miss Simmons, are you there? Yes. 
Yes. yes. Oh, you're still talking. Okay, so uh, tell me what happened to the uh, SUV and how you found it. It was through a friend of ours, but I'm not talking to you anymore. Yes, you um, are. You can just, I got I can your hear batch you. number. Yeah, but I can hear you talking. LA Department. But I can Detective hear you. Detective Howard. Yes. I'm going to hang up now. No, 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 no. Do you, do you hear the helicopter? Do you hear the helicopter? Excuse me? Do you hear the helicopter? No, no helicopter is here. And you need to release my brother because he's not doing anything. You want us to release your brother? Yes. Who said that? Me. Who are you? I'm his sister, and I will take care of my brother. You what is your name? Brother. You don't have any grounds. No, I know, but the point is that I'm you not... You do not have any grounds I to know. hold my brother for anything. All right, but you said you're not talking to us. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I can hear you. This has been a full conversation. Yeah, and I'm kind of tired of it now because I, I, I'm pretty sure that this is not real. Okay. You're right. It's Howie. And I'm here with Joe. <laughs> and we love you. But you were worried. <laughs> gotcha, Gemma. We gotcha, Gemma. I was like, wait, what? We love you, Gemma. Love you, Gemma. What a good sister. Release my brother now. <laughs> Release my... <laughs> love you. Love you, Gemma. I love... I'll tell you, it got you so good. You talk so much when you're not talking. I got to tell you that. <laughs> we did. Uh, I loved you. You hear the last you. time. I'm an ED. I get yeah. it. I speak English. <laughs> All right. Love you. Bye. Bye, Gemma. That was good. That was good, Joe. I was nervous at first. But now, doesn't it feel good? Yeah. And it ended with laughter, and yeah. we all feel good? I don't know what it was. I, I felt like she, she started getting coming on to us like late. Like, I think, did I mess up? Nobody messed know. up. No, she was there almost to the end, and then I thought, release her. She's being so nice. You know, my heart was breaking because she goes, release my brother. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. I'm going to take his place. She was so nice, so much. It, it runs in the Koi family, the, the heart and everything. I just had to... Just release her. So how do, how do you feel about pranks now? I, I still can't. Is that her? Uh, is that her calling yeah, you? No, so she texted me. What'd she say? Uh, Fuck you. She goes, I started crying. Oh! oh. No, she didn't. Yeah. Oh, will you apologize? This is why he doesn't like pranks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now I feel bad. Did she really say that? Yeah. Or are you, you fucking with me? No, I swear. She said she's, oh, my God. That's she not goes, what I started crying. Oh, no. Oh, no. I apologize, Gemma. I love you. Oh. I love your brother. I didn't want want to wow you know how many uh coys we made cry today yeah i know right a lot of tears Aww. it's been a great show you're always great i'm there for you buddy i can't wait to see your movie i can't wait to finish reading your book oh, i can't yes. wait to continue watching your cartoon on netflix yes anything else you want to plug anytime you, gotta, you gotta, see gotta, his name live i got another hour special with netflix uh we shoot it march uh, I'm shooting it at the Great Western Forum. Wow. And um, and I can't wait, man. And the tour is hot. We're, we're on tour right now. so uh, I, I don't know if there's any tickets available, but if there is, get one because uh, it's a hot commodity. Let's go. Joe Coy. I love you, man. He's the boy. I love you, too. Thank you. We'll be back with more right after this. That's so funny. That was great. She probably legit was crying, too. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs>